This is the Get Fit Babe podcast, a space for women to come connect, get inspired, and find guidance to get fit in all facets of life, spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally. I just want to help you guys start living the Get Fit Babe lifestyle with a fire in your soul. I'm Cody Talley, founder of Get Fit Babe. I'm a fitness coach, holistic health freak, real estate professional, and social media marketer who is right there with you trying to figure out how to live the most abundant, free-spirited lifestyle possible. And I've met some pretty cool people along the way that I cannot wait to introduce you to. From life coaches, fitness competitors, acupuncturists, chiropractors, the list goes on. I have the most inspiring minds lined up to speak their truth. Let's do this. Let's go ahead and just jump right into it, you guys. I am so excited about today's podcast because this is the type of information I had wished somebody had told me when I first started my entrepreneur career. And whether or not you're an entrepreneur, you can take what I'm going through and you can apply it to your life in whatever way you see fit. So all of these suggestions that I'm making in order to prepare yourself for the road less traveled, it can be applied in several areas of your life. I'm mainly speaking to women who are starting an entrepreneurial lifestyle, starting a side hustle, or doing things that most women won't do. So this information is what I literally sat down and like, okay, what do I know now that I didn't back then and that I really could have set myself up for better success had I built this foundation, had I prepared myself in these ways? This idea came to me because I am reading a personal development book right now called I Am That Girl and highly recommend to anybody, regardless of what you're going through, regardless of what you do in life, this book is amazing. It's called I Am That Girl by Alexis Jones. And I was in the middle of her chapter talking about stop waiting, stop playing it safe, um, and stop settling. And I want to read this snippet because I highlighted the section that says prepare yourself for the road less traveled. And I stopped and I'm like, but nobody tells you how to prepare for it. Like, where are the action steps? So this is where her chapter goes. An uncommon life is for those who are willing to take leaps of faith, chance fate, and bask in uncomfortable. It is worth it. Life is magical, intoxicatingly surprising, with unforeseen twists and turns on a technicolor roller coaster. Prepare yourself for the road less traveled, for an uncommon life. Accept your faith, but also know your life is what you choose to do with it. Take a deep breath. It begins when you say. And so I stopped and I highlighted, prepare yourself for the road less traveled. And I'm like, but Alexis, how do we prepare ourselves for the road less traveled? So I pulled out my notes on my computer and I wrote down all of the ways that we can prepare ourselves for the road less traveled. Are you ready to hear them? Number one is mindset. No surprise, I talk about this all the time, but I am constantly working on my mindset. I understand that it's going to be hard. I wish that I had understood it earlier on, but the road less traveled is hard, and that's why most people don't travel it. That's why most people settle and they're content in 
their nine to five job or the job that they don't necessarily love. That's why most people aren't doing what we want to do. So understanding it's going to be hard, understanding that you're going to have to make sacrifices. Sometimes that's social life sacrifices. Sometimes that's financial sacrifices, sometimes relational, um, spending less time with your kids, maybe going on less vacations, but you're making sacrifices now for your future, for that vision and oftentimes for the betterment of people around you. So go into the road less traveled by with that understanding that it's gonna be hard and you're gonna have to make sacrifices, but establishing this strong foundation and practicing a resilient mindset is going to pull you through. Number two is vision. And I literally picture this as a building is going up as the contractors are creating this new downtown building. I look at that infrastructure and I think of these first five as the foundation, the core cement foundation of those buildings. What's gonna keep it standing? What's gonna keep you standing in this road less traveled by? And so number two is the vision. Where do you want to go? What do you want your life to look like? Every month I start my month with my goals and I lay out the categories of my life and what my goals are and what I want those categories to look like. And I have a vision board on my computer and I have year by year what I want that year to look like, what I want it to consist of and what my you know, goal is five years down the road. So I can close my eyes and I can picture it. I have all around my apartment different visual items, different symbols of what I'm striving to, what I work so hard for. And so I have that clarity, that vision on what I'm working for, and I'm constantly reminded of it. So as you start with this road less traveled, that's a really key point, a really key piece to have in your mind constantly because that's also, along with your mindset, really going to pull you through. So write down your ideal life in all of its categories, career, financial, relational, material, health, personal, travel, adventure, etc. Number three is understanding your gifts. What are you good at? Who are you meant to serve with those gifts? What skills and abilities make you stand out? And with that, what are you doing when you feel in flow? So maybe that would help you figure out sort of what your gifts are, what your purpose is. Um, there's a lot of internal conflict and battle and back and forth in the mind. When it comes to that question, I can sense it when I ask people, what are your gifts? Um, what's your purpose? And that's like a huge thing that everyone seems to be trying to figure out. But really all they need to do is figure out what sets your soul on fire. Really take notice on when you're feeling most in flow when you feel motivated and use that as the driving force to what you want to do in life, to how you pursue your career. So start with your purpose or you can call it a mission statement. So, so far we have mindset, vision, gifts, and your mission statement. 
And then number five to the foundation of how to prepare yourself for the road less traveled by is really get to know you. Write down all of your good qualities and then write down all of your bad qualities and maybe how you can start to go about changing those. But understand who you are, who you want to be, who you've been in your past, and journal, reflect. And then I love saying this, like really become your own best friend. Two weekends ago, I realized that I spent the entire weekend just by myself and I had a blast. I didn't even do anything extraordinary. I was just hanging out in my apartment, doing this and that and other designing things, hanging out with my dogs, cooking by myself, listening to podcasts and music and just like doing my thing. And at the end of the weekend, I was like, wow, I truly am my own best friend. And I know myself so well and I enjoy being with myself. You are with you 100% of the time. You're not getting rid of you. So you may as well get to know yourself through journaling, through reflecting, through spending time with yourself and figure out what changes you need to make, what's holding you back. And it's, re it's really honestly the best thing that you can do to prepare yourself for the road less traveled. So get to know you. Okay, and then getting into sort of the nitty gritty stuff, one step at a time. We tend to see our whole lives ahead of us and I am so guilty of this. I feel out of alignment when I'm thinking too far in advance because it just gets so overwhelming. We have these giant dreams that can feel so far fetched, but I'm personally trying to separate the word dream from the vision that I have for my future because I do this a lot. I tend to think up my dreams and think of them as fantasies. And so I am in my mind making the correlation with dreams happen when I'm sleeping. Vision happens when I'm wide awake walking in my purpose. So when we think of dreams as fantasies, we are really less inclined to work towards them. We think that they're unrealistic. But when it's our heart's desires to accomplish these things, when our dreams get us so fired up, we really need to take action day by day to work towards it. And so instead of thinking about your dream 10 years from now or your dream 15 years from now or the complete end goal, we need to start just taking it one step at a time, one day at a time. Prime example of this was this last January, I was talking to a friend and I'm like, listen, I have all of these dreams for Get Fit Babe. I want a fitness plan. I want a journal plan. I want to do a living fit, complete full year planner, journal, combination, fitness, everything, physical thing that they could like go to Target and buy. I want to be a top podcaster. I want to write a book. I want to have an app. I want all of these things. And I'm so overwhelmed with the idea of everything that I want this business to be that I was wearing cement boots. I'm like, I have no idea where to start and I'm so overwhelmed. And he goes, you need to just pick one thing and start there. Pick one tier of Get Fit Babe and start there. And so I started with the Living Fit Journal back in April. 
I produced the journal, put it out there and sold 50 journals. And I'm like, whoa, okay, I can do this. And now we're on to phase two, taking it one step at a time, doing the fitness guide. And after the fitness guide, I'm going to start working on the planner so that the planner is done and able to be purchased by January. And now that I've said it on a podcast, I better get to work because now I have some accountability and have to make that happen. But the point being is I was trying to see the whole staircase and I wasn't paying attention to the step that was right in front of me. And by just taking it one step at a time and then trusting that it's all going to unfold how it's supposed to is going to allow us to really accomplish what we have in mind and not just be dreamers. Okay, and then next is establishing a routine. And if y'all have been following along and like all my podcasts, you know this is the hardest thing for me is routine and discipline and time management. But I really saw a huge spike in my productivity when I established at least a morning and an evening routine. So every morning I wake up and I do the same things. Every evening before bed, I do the same evening routine where I take a shower, I go and stretch, have my candle lit, I read, I go to bed. So establish a routine between morning and evening and then have a time set for your side hustle time. So if you have a full nine to five job, having a routine where you have input into your schedule, the one to two hours that you're going to be side hustling, that is going to be key. Next, pull your resources. How can your current community? How can you and your friends serve each other? The road less traveled by is all about relationships, who you know, the connections you create. And one person can definitely lead to a huge opportunity with just one single person. So that's what I have noticed recently is everybody that I'm meeting, everybody in my circle, I'm able to provide them value and they provide me value. And we all have different skill sets that are helping each other's businesses. So don't go at this alone, pull your resources, serve one another and be in community while you're on this road less traveled by. This one is gonna be my favorite. Understand the difference between discomfort and anxiety. Feeling uncomfortable can be the same feeling as anxiety, but you're feeling it for a different reason. Every single time I got uncomfortable, every time I was nervous about doing something, I grew. I used to be terrified to press that live button, but every single time I pressed the live button, I got a little less nervous. So when you stay inside your comfort zone, you're not exactly pushing your limits. You're not exactly growing. So discomfort and anxiety are two different things and understanding what that feels like in your body and what's happening in your mind when you feel discomfort versus anxiety is going to be key. So definitely journal through that and take note of those two feelings. Next, gear up and build a shield. I was thinking about this today. I was like, wow, that was a great analogy. I was walking my dogs and this little shih tzu, I don't even know what it was, little shit, it starts barking at my dogs. 
and Zoe and Nala like don't really bark at other dogs but this dog just starts yipping away and I'm like huh why do dogs bark at other dogs because they're intimidated they feel inferior maybe they feel threatened insecure maybe they get jealous I didn't really have anything that that dog wanted but maybe they would get jealous territorial so the same thing with why women bark at other women why women judge other women why we insult other women why we try and bring other women down because they're intimidated they feel inferior they feel threatened insecure jealous why do dogs bark at other dogs why do women bark at other women so realize that not everyone is going to be for you not everyone's gonna understand you're not gonna please everybody and you're going to be doing what others wouldn't do and because they wouldn't do it because they're not willing to take the road less traveled by they're gonna be uncomfortable watching you do it so to rephrase people will only judge you and have negative opinions of you while watching you do something because it's outside their comfort zone again you doing what others wouldn't makes them so uncomfortable that honestly they don't know how to respond and so they respond with judgment insecurities they bark at you and it's a lot easier to do online but realize that you're gonna need to gear up and build a shield against those people for me that shield had to be built through experiencing those things and I feel like there's no true way to essentially prepare yourself from that besides going into it with that mindset of knowing that you're going to have people who are against you. You're going to have opinionated people who try and bring you down. But I went into it kind of ignorant in that sense, just, you know, wanting to help people and just genuinely like putting myself out there and being vulnerable and like going into it with a good heart thinking oh well like who would try and bring me down because like I am genuine about this like super super innocent and I've had comments about my body looking like a 12 year old's body um, I had the entire online hashtag vegan community come and insult me because I was eating a taco like I've had those things I've had just keyboard warriors come at me and I've had to really build up a defense and now I don't necessarily get anxious and intimidated about posting opinionated things online because I've built up that shield I really really have learned how to protect my energy so going into your road less traveled by knowing that you're going to need to build that shield and going into it with that mindset would be helpful next is define your lane and stay in it and to me, this is almost like a, a picture of track, track and field. When you're running in your lane, like you have the white lines beside you, that is your lane to run your race in. If you look up and you look around and you're trying to figure out where everybody else is at, what runners behind you, what runners ahead of you, you're going to get distracted. It's going to slow you down and your, your pace is going to be off. So focus on you, put your blinders on and stay in your lane. Once you've figured out your end goal, 
Just work every day to stay laser focused in that. Take a stance and don't let other people's opinions and judgments of you sway you. And then in contrast for the next one, know that you need to be flexible. So you can stay in your lane, but you can also be flexible in the way that nothing's ever gonna go as planned. Wrenches are always thrown in the plan. And honestly, nothing that I've set up in my business has turned out how I thought it would, but sometimes it turns out better and sometimes for the worst, but whatever the end goal was, whatever the end product was, it ended up serving me for the better. So I've learned that I sort of need to have this flexibility and flow about my business and my mindset and say yes to opportunities and look at every situation as a chance to serve or be served. So be flexible in that. Stay in your lane, but allow yourself to understand that everything happens for a reason and not to be so rigid. Because if you're rigid and just super structured and you don't blow with the wind even a little bit, you might miss what the universe is trying to provide to you. And next, let go of expectations. So whether you're building a business or just in life, let go of expectations. This is something that I've been practicing this year and it's more so like letting go of expectations that I place on other people. And oh my gosh, my anxiety has been almost non-existent because I don't paint the picture in my head and expect other people to come through as the actors of the movie that I'm playing in my head, if that makes sense. I used to expect, you know, a past relationship or a family member or a friend to come through in a certain way. And now I don't expect it. I think, oh, it would be really great if that would happen. But it's not something that I'm like depending on, essentially. So understand that within your career, if you take the road less traveled by, Projects will turn out way better than you anticipated. Like I said earlier with staying in your lane, projects will turn out way better or they'll completely flop. But for me in my business, there's no such thing as failing when I'm able to manipulate every single setback that I have to my advantage. So I leverage every single disappointment that I have in my personal life, in my career, in my relationships, I leverage it to propel me into my future. So again, I manipulate every setback to my advantage. And because I go into things without expectations, I'm able to be more in flow and I'm able to kind of take opportunities as they can, say yes to more things. And when things flop or don't turn out a certain way, I'm less disappointed and I'm further ahead because those flops, failures, disappointments are propelling me into my future. All right, and then this is the second to last one. Be smart about finances. Save, invest back into your business, save, don't spend money on luxury business items before you're ready. Um, for me, this is not necessarily, there's a lot of people that probably would disagree with that statement, but 
there's a few different ways to look at this because like I moved into my new apartment before I was financially ready. And by doing that, I put myself up against the wall. I had the pressure and I made shit happen. And that's how I know I thrive. But when it comes to my business, there are things that are luxury that I don't necessarily need to invest in at this moment, um, such as different subscriptions. A prime example, just recently in recording my fitness videos was investing in a videographer for these fitness videos. And my idea for this Get Fit Babe plan was to have the videos be super simple. I just wanna show the move and then let you do your thing. And I had a friend that was gonna do the videography and it turns out he was expecting a large payment from helping me with the videography. And again, back to my mindset of like, you serve your friends and it's a relationship thing. It's a back and forth. We both provide value to each other's lives. And so in a new business, while you're trying to grow your business alongside other entrepreneurs, it's really, really awesome to exchange value for value instead of money. So it turns out he wanted a financial compensation, which was fine. But I realized at this point in my business, investing in a luxury item such as videography for this program just wasn't what I wanted to do right now. It wasn't something that I saw as a necessity. I have friends with great cameras who can point and shoot and I just I knew that I could get away with providing those friends value for value and being smart about where I invest my money in my business. It wasn't about not having the money to provide for this videography. It was about, is this a necessity? Is it a need? Is it necessary? Or can I pull my resources and save that money for future investing back into my business? Okay, and then lastly, this one is probably, for me personally, the one that has impacted me the most. And if there was some secret recipe as to how I could avoid this, I would have strived to figure it out a lot sooner. I work at it every day, um, but I'm the type of person that I am very emotional. I have a very weird energy about me. I don't even really know how to explain it where I take on other people's energy and I, I can feel and sense everything and I can explain people's emotions better than they can most of the time. And so I let my emotions get in the way. I have been set back, altered and slowed because of other people, because of relationships, because of my feelings and so this last one is don't let your emotions get in your way. Don't let it set you back. Don't let it alter you. Essentially, don't let it slow your pace. And this goes back to you know building a shield and understanding that you're not going to be for everybody. Um, prime example was my past relationship. He did not understand where I wanted to go with my brand, with my business, with my career. He was like, you need to get a real job. Like, what are you doing? I go, well, I want to write a book someday. He's like, what are you going to write a book about? Like, what? He just didn't understand. And 
it knocked me off of my track. It slowed my pace. It pushed me off the track, essentially, but I allowed that to happen. So how to prepare yourself for a life less traveled by? I picture talking about this like at the beginning when you're about to make that first step, when you're about to embark on that new journey, that new career, that new phase of life. But really, you can start applying these things at any stage during your journey. For me, these are things that I constantly work through. I'm constantly reminding myself all of these different categories, all these different topics, and I allow them to constantly be working in my life because there's no starting point. There's no ending point. It's just a journey that you're on. So I hope that was helpful for some of you guys. I hope that you can apply these to your career, to your life, to your relationships, to your mindset. And I really, truly hope that you look at your dreams as achievable and not just a fantasy. And you have a vision for your future because if it's been placed on your heart, it is meant to be and you can make it happen. Thank you guys so much for tuning in today. Absolute gold in the podcast world are reviews. So if you feel moved by this episode, if you loved it, if you have constructive criticism for me, feel free to write a review. I would absolutely love it. Send it to a friend, share it on Instagram, tag me. I would love, love, love to hear what you have to say about it. And then also stay tuned on Instagram So much is going to be happening this week as the launch to the eight-week Get Fit Babe exercise program is launching this Sunday, June 16th.